We're live. Good morning, everyone. This is Nick, and welcome to the first ever episode of Fireside Politics. Oh, really, Nick? Good morning? You're going to write out half the world just like that on the first episode? Hey, man, I, I thought it would be a nice, cheery way to start things off. Very welcoming, very positive, a way forward, you know, Nick, this inviting is, this people, is, Steve. Come on. This is a political podcast, all right? The last thing we want to do is include and welcome people. <laughs> well, let's at least try, okay? So thanks for joining us. Uh, a little bit about the show. Uh, we are two lifelong friends. We've known each other since uh, we were two. And uh, Steve, how, how would you describe our conversations, our healthy debates, if you will? Witty banter is giving it too much, but I would say it's interesting nonetheless. How so? We're very, opinion we're very opinionated. We're very emotional. There's a lot of hand gestures. There'll be a video component coming shortly after this release, but I think it summarizes what we're out to do here. Have some witty banter, discuss politics, share some opinions, and most importantly, have a couple of laughs with the boys. And ladies, of course. Thanks for that overview, Steve. Um, while I want to agree that this is all fun and games, it's not. This is very serious. Okay. <laughs> very much like politics. Very much like politics. Yes. Um, so yeah, so a bit about us and why we wanted to start the show. So Steve and I have known each other for over 20 years now, and we've always had healthy debates about um, you know, the proper role of government and how politics end up impacting people's everyday lives. And we've enjoyed, you know, diving into a bunch of topics like labor unions, socialism versus capitalism, environmentalism and climate change. Um, and of course, automation, Bitcoin. And uh, you can't have a podcast in 2019 without talking about Bitcoin. That's too true. That's too true. What else have we talked about, Steve? Oh, man. I know we've touched on China. We've touched on the, the ruling class. The ruling we touched class. on whether they should. This the guy, ruling, the right, ruling class. Uh, that may not have been what I was trying to go for. But uh, maybe we'll write that out. Maybe we won't. It'll be up to the viewers. Up to, to decide. the viewers. Democracy in action. Democracy in action. But I think really what we, we, we cover, it, it, you know, nothing's off the table. I think we have, as you'll see, we have opinions about everything and anything. Um, whether we're entitled to those opinions will be discussed on a later podcast. But for the time being, until someone tells us otherwise, we're just going to be uh, just kind of speaking, speaking our minds. Yeah. So why, why have we created this show? Let's talk a little bit about that. Um, so with the Democratic, with the next election cycle coming up, we think that now is an important time to do a deeper dive into a lot of the topics that are discussed at the Democratic debates. Um, the way things are currently structured in the U.S. Uh, national debates is that you'll have you know 10 to 20 candidates up there on stage at any given time, um, and the moderators will come in with uh, predefined Q and A's where they go to you know a leading candidate and say, "Hey, what do you think about X?" And the candidate will say, "Hey, I think Y, but also let me pivot to my talking points on Z." before they get cut off after just 30 seconds. And we feel that, you know, a lot of the political discussions out there these days are really shallow and they don't allow for a lot of time uh, for nuance and for candidates to get their nuanced ideas out there. So what we want to do with this, how we envision this podcast is taking a deeper dive into a lot of these subjects that come up at the debates, um, but really haven't been fleshed out on both sides too much, if at all. 
I think one of the things that we're really trying to get at, Nick, and just to add on, is, you know, you go into these debates and you're hearing the candidate's perspective, which is, you know, obviously what you're interested in. However, I know speaking for myself, from from other friends, and I think, you know, majority of the people who, who watch these debates, a lot of the time we don't have the context on, on necessarily the issue that they're discussing. We're getting, you know, candidate X's opinion, candidate Y's opinion. But, you know, what's what's my opinion? I don't know if I have the, the facts or the background to really even, you know, disagree or agree with someone. And I think a lot of the times politics, especially in in the cycle that we're in, is very much rooted in kind of just picking, you know, the candidate that, that you associate with or that you've kind of aligned yourself to, whether it be a Democrat or Republican or, you know, whoever it may be, a personality. And I think what I know I would like to get out of this podcast is just an opportunity to dive a little bit more into the background behind you know, what's going on in Washington? You know, what are the what are the big issues for the candidates? You know, how did they arrive at their opinions? Um, you know, and how does that how does that compare to what I deep down believe? Yeah, no, absolutely. I think that's a great way of framing it. I will say that I think what someone believes depends a lot on what ideas they get exposed to. And just listening to the same opinions over and over again, while they can strengthen or reinforce your claims, doesn't really expose you to much else. So, for example, if you get most of your ideas from Christopher Hitchens or Noam Chomsky, I think you should listen to William Buckley or Milton Friedman. Or to pick more, I guess, relevant examples to today, uh, although Noam Chomsky, still he's still kicking. Uh, if someone listens to Ben Shapiro, I think they should listen to Anand uh, Girard Haridas and vice versa. On that topic, I think it's increasingly easy to get ideologically siloed online. And to some extent in the real world, where we surround ourselves by people who think the same way we do, talk the same way we do, and uh, of course, eat the same way that we do. I, I know Steve here is hungry, hungry, starving even for knowledge in the political arena. Oh, Nick, let me just tell you, Nick, I'm starving some, some good political discourse, okay? I'm ravenous for the facts, but most importantly, I'm ravenous for some new and different opinions. Challenge me. I want oh, to be I would challenged. Love to tell challenge me I'm you. wrong. I think Play that's one of the advocate. things I... I, I love the most about argument. our interactions. Maybe that should be the episode name. Fireside politics, poking holes in each other. Oh, my God. But yeah, no, I, I think uh, you raised some excellent points around people wanting to know more, wanting to actually, there's a real you know drive out there for people to be able to just hear the facts and form their own opinions. That's one of the biggest criticisms of today's news media is that because of the 24-hour news cycle, people will turn on the TV, flip to CNN, Fox, MSNBC, etc. And a lot of it is, hey, we'll report on the facts of the day for about, you know, two to three minutes. And then the rest of the hour long segment is political commentary with no real agreement on what even happened in the first place. And I think that's where the show comes in is being able to provide, you know, doing a deeper dive on some of those base level facts to help people form their own opinions. Well, just to add, I think one of the things that is relevant to this podcast and, and certainly, you know, the modern news cycle is, you know, a lot of the issues that come up in, in discourse these days, and especially going into the election, are issues that have been around for quite some time. You know, we talk about climate change, the economy, the war, uh, you know, uh, war Wars. in the Middle East. And from the, the, the younger, the Yes. See, poking holes already. The war is in the Middle East. I think the younger generations, you know, they didn't grow up with a lot of the of the start of these issues. And now when we when they turn on the news, they go into these debates. 
you know, they're getting getting the current the current state, but they have no idea really how did we get here? You know, why? You know, where did climate change come from? You know, why are we in Iraq right now? You know, why is capitalism being challenged so much these days? And you know, why is socialism becoming you know ever more part of the of the current political conversation? Absolutely. Um, I, I love how you tied it back to the history of these topics. And just speaking about capitalism and socialism, how actually heavily ingrained these debates have been in the American system. So, for example, you know, if you look at Oklahoma in 1914, that was the socialist stronghold in the United States. And if you fast forward to today, it's the Republican stronghold in 2019. It's been completely flipped. How did this happen? And the only way you're going to get to the bottom of that is by actually diving in and having a substantive conversation about it. Exactly. And I mean, in today's fast paced society, you know, who has time to, to open up Wikipedia to do a deep dive themselves? So that's where Nick and I step in. Yeah. To our viewers, do you really want to have to read a book for a change? Come on. No one wants to do that. Let's be realistic here. So that's where Nick and I step in. We'll do the hard, the, the fact searching for you. And then... Oh my god. We'll cut this out. <laughs> I was gonna say so you don't have to do any thinking for yourself. But that's not yes, what we're so trying to go our, for. And again, <laughs> that, um, that, that went in the wrong direction. We by no means claim to know everything. We're gonna put our ideas out there. We're gonna put a lot of our sourcing and research out there, and we actually want to engage and find out what you think. What sources you've found interesting, something you've read recently or listened to recently or watched recently. That has actually been very influential in the way that you think. And we want to be exposed to that, to better ourselves. Well, even more so. I mean, we're here challenging each other, playing devil's, devil's advocate. It's your turn. Hop on Twitter. Tell us that we're wrong. Please tell, tell me, Steve, Steve I hate your opinion for X, Y, and Z. You wrong. don't know what you're talking about. Where do, you, where do you have the basis to just spew this stuff with, without substantiating it? And I thrive on that. I want to be challenged. I want to know why I'm wrong and better yet, what I need to learn to correct my, my stance, my opinion, or just the facts to substantiate the crazy ideas that I throw out. And of course, when Steve says, you know, start engaging us, start um, challenging us, and even though I've said that too, admittedly, uh, don't do it too much. We, we don't want to have too much work on our hands here. I mean, as it is, the, the past 10 minutes have just been a, a struggle. I mean, God knows how we're going to get through an hour long, you know, whatever, like, however these podcasts ends up looking like, it's going to be a challenge. Oh, it absolutely will be. But I will say that uh, I have to challenge you on how these podcasts are going to look like. Uh, I think we're going to have a great deliverable at the end of the day. Um, there is going to be some real excitement. Uh, people are going to be foaming at the mouth for these things. <laughs> I'm already foaming. Already you had foaming. me. You had me minutes ago. <laughs> but no. Um, okay, so we got the engagement but, but down. You did bring up. The floor is yours. I was going to say you brought up an interesting. You know, putting together putting together a deck, a presentation. You know, this is this seems like a good segue to dive a little bit more into who the hell we are. Who are these two clowns talking about politics? What gives them the right to express their opinions online? Well, that we'll dive into at a later episode. But Nick, how about you give us a, a 30 second elevator pitch on what you studied in school, what you're doing now? Um, you know, what's what's the life like through the eyes of Nick? You know what, buddy? Why don't we start with you? What value are you bringing to the podcast? Smooth transition. Today, I find myself consulting for a living, adding value wherever I go. But how did I get there, you may ask? Great question. I studied international business and computer science back in school, which was my intro to entrepreneurship and the tech world. And from there, I had a couple internships working at a cybersecurity company, 
dabbling in a little bit of cyber consulting as well. And then moving over to tech transformations um, at a for big capitalist companies. Wow, big capitalist companies. Real, real source of pride there. Um, so, you know, as Steve was saying with uh, some of his pedigree, um, so almost the antithesis to Steve with his business and computer science degree. Um, I studied environmental studies and international affairs in school, so I really focused on uh, a lot of the social aspects of the problems that we're being faced with today. And, you know, I worked in the energy industry for a bit, uh, environmental sector, of course, did some light consulting as well. Um, and then I've also been working for government agencies. And uh, today I'm doing public affairs and communications. Uh, so I think we really do play off each other very well in terms of uh, the different perspectives we bring to the table. I mean, Steve, do you find that uh, your education sort of influenced your thinking on a lot of political issues um, where, you know, the stereotype is STEM people generally are more conservative? Not necessarily. I think a lot of kids, especially in, in like comp sci and those types of fields, they're very, they're open to new ideas. And I think, you know, you look back historically, you know, the 80s and 90s, the computer science nerds, they were, you know, this, there was this hacker culture where they were, you know, kind of the rebels, the anarchists. And I don't know if that's as true today with kind of how big comp sci has become. But I think as a whole, you know, the tech sector has kind of echoed on news. Um, you know, we, 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 if we had to align them, we would be more towards the left, more open to new ideas, less conservative than I think historically. Um, and for myself, I think it kind of just lines up with my own personal kind of beliefs, which I don't think are directly related to, to what I studied. But I think it's just a field that I gravitated to for that, for that openness and, and that constant innovation and new, new trains of thought. Um, it's just a very progressive field, both, you know, technically and I think, you know, the politics around it as well. So if I'm environmentalism, which is often associated with the left, environmentalism and big government, I must say, which is often associated with the left. And you are this, uh, you know, out of, out of orbit hacker man. Uh, where, where do we actually disagree on things if we're, we both lean left? Why should people listen to us? Well, I think you make an interesting claim that we both lean left. And I think going back to the hacker culture, you know, the disassociation with labels. So while I, you may have mentioned that, I think as a whole, you know, the industry tends to lead more on the left progressive side, any sort of label, I think, is a big turnoff, and especially to myself. You know, that kind of tying it back, it puts you in a box. And I think that's the one thing I personally have never wanted to be generalized as, being in one particular box, but leading a particular political way, an opinion way. Do you think that putting people in boxes um, ends up furthering these political divides? Or is it a useful way of grouping ideas and building alliances? Well, that. That's an interesting comment, but I think it does serve to, to kind of further these divides. You know, you, it's sort of going back to what you were saying before about our online, you know, social communities that we engage with, kind of the same feedback loop of, of opinions and of, and of facts that we always hear. Um, so I think it does put you in a box. I mean, you're constantly hearing the same opinions, the same ideas, and that's where, you know, I, I turn to, to you really to challenge me on, because I hear one thing and a lot of the times I, I try to even challenge myself and kind of understand, you know, well, why, why do I think that way? You know, turning on CNN and hearing one story and just saying, you know what? I really don't have the knowledge to agree or disagree. So fuck it, you know, I'll disagree. And then prove me wrong. 
Okay, I, I like this skeptical approach, uh, especially to CNN, but <laughs> which I have to say I like as a network. Um, but I think that's an interesting perspective I have, uh, especially, I mean, I, I actually would say that we're both pretty contrarian, you know, just as people. Um, when we hear a new idea, we're usually pretty skeptical of it um, until we're presented with further evidence and really understand you know, on what basis that new idea stands on. And so coming back to this podcast, how do you think, how do you think we're adding value to people's lives who really want to do a deeper dive into a lot of that substance and maybe hear two people who are just engaging with it for the first time, uh, go through that process and come to new conclusions. I'd like to think of it sort of similar to, to a Ted talk. I, the times where I, I listen to TED Talk, I always come back and, and you know I'm thinking about the topics that were discussed then, and you know those episodes all center around a common subject. But you hear you know three, four or more speakers, essentially you know not so much their opinions but their their field of expertise on that subject, and they don't. Not all the speakers align with each other. You know they're coming at it from different angles, from different backgrounds, and I always leave those those episodes just thinking not only of of you know my opinion, but listening to all the other viewpoints that I heard and, and really kind of trying to digest it. And it, it always just makes me think and challenge my assumptions. So in some regard, I'd love this podcast to be similar to that, where, you know, the viewers come on, they, you know, maybe they're familiar with the topic at hand, maybe not, but it's an interesting conversation that makes them think. And whether or not we're guiding them in the right direction, I think for me, at least getting people to start, you know, just really sit back and think um, and think without an opinion and just kind of let the discourse guide them as they go, um, and leave a lasting impression for them. Uh, that's what I love this podcast to you know, really achieve. Yeah, I certainly agree with that. Um, although <laughs> I'm hoping we uh, don't have people just listening there without forming any opinion whatsoever. But I will say that, so I'm in the same boat as you, um, except if you replace TED Talks. I- I'm one of those people that watches a disgusting, and I do repeat, disgusting amount of YouTube videos where they are hour, two hour, two and a half hour long debates between people on different sides. Don't take three. Um, sorry, what did you say? What was that rude interruption? There? I'll keep it to myself. Okay, all right, you do that. See, we're very civil on this podcast, everyone. Um, <laughs> and no, but so as I'm watching all of these YouTube videos, you'll find that um, one of the frustrations that I have particularly is that if it's not a well-moderated debate, um, people will just keep talking over each other again and again without even laying out too many of the facts. And I come away from the debate with, oh, this is, you know, this is this person's opinion. This is this other person's opinion. What did they actually agree on? What are the actual base assumptions and statistics that I can take away and use to form my own opinions with this? And, and I think that's where we're hoping to, you know, really engage with people and provide a lot of value with this podcast is by presenting those ideas. And then of course, having the, you know, opinionated discussions afterward, but actually agreeing on those base level facts. I mean, Steve, when you turn on the TV, when you listen to, um, the news, when you just engage with, you know, any political commentary these days, do you get the impression? I think we both get the impression that, um, people just don't agree on the basic facts that they're arguing. We both get the impression. Don't tell me how to think, Nick. <laughs> no, but no, you turn on the news today and it's just 
back and forth bickering. And you look at the little headline that's been bolded there for the subject, and you really can't get much out of that. And for me, the impression is that there's just, it's so divisive, even going on trying to have these civil debates turn into such nonsense back and forth. And like you said, you know, you leave really having no opinion or you're just so torn between the person that you associate with and, and you know, the person who's challenging them. That's really difficult to understand the, the root cause of the issue or whatever is being discussed. Um, and I think that's a, that's a good segue, Nick, into, um, you know, setting the stage, setting the, setting the facts, you know, the issues that we're going to discuss. You know, I think we've got an interesting roster of ideas planned ahead. Um, we're always open to reordering them, you know, based on how the conversation goes. But I think, you know, if, if anything, this intro episode, you know, has set a little bit of background for us, but we're, we're planning on taking this conversation would be setting the stage, you know, the intro to, into politics, into Washington, the current stage, where we're at. And then from there, diving a little bit more into how do we get there? You know, what are some of the, the issues that are, are going to be most pressing during this next election? Why are they the most pressing issues? And, you know, maybe we can speculate on some changes to come down the line based on that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think um, where we're going to get a lot of our inspiration from and where it actually, you know, helps the the audience in their day-to-day discussions, um, not just as they, you know, pursue their own journeys of what the truth is and where the facts lie, um, but also in terms of just those day-to-day conversations where you're trying to figure out, hey, you know, who should I vote for? And thinking through those basic ideas of, you know, why should I even vote in the first place? What are the issues at stake? What's actually going to happen if I elect candidate X over candidate Y? You know, how is the system actually structured? How much influence can these people have? And also some of the cultural issues at play. Um, So no, I'm really excited about this. Um, I hope you are too. Uh, to our, our viewers, to, I, I, Steve's always excited, okay? I can see the hair on his chest just standing up right now, you know, filled with static. Um, there's so much excitement in the air. Oh, I know. I'm excited. But no, I'm really excited about this. I think it will be a great uh, journey that we go on together. And uh, Steve, any any closing thoughts? Any last words? No, I'm just happy that we're finally putting these thoughts into into in, into a podcast. I think it's going to be a great time. I'm really looking forward to learning more, engaging in the conversations we have as usual. Um, but more importantly, I'm really excited to kind of get essentially what we're going after. I want that deep dive as well. I want to, you know, understand the facts, a little witty discourse in between, but ultimately come out with, you know, a new way of thinking about things and just a better understanding for the current, the current political state. Great. I, I think this is a great start of a, a new journey and we would love for you all to join us. And uh, let's let's make the magic happen. No, let's not make. What what should our be our, our uh, slogan? Our closing thing? Well, definitely not that. <laughs> Maybe that should be the slogan. You get printed with a new opinion. Definitely not that. Maybe we could have general scoping questions. Will this scale? Someone's like, hey, you know, I think I think there are some very valid critiques of capitalism. Let's let's implement socialism. Uh, in these small worker collectives. And then the other person can just go, yeah, but uh, how will that scale? And then everyone applauds and says, wow, what, what, a great, what a great piece of commentary there. Really challenging that idea. Will it scale? Well, Nick, I think the answer to your question is yes, it will scale. But I think we'll have to find out how on the next episode of Fireside Politics. <laughs>